from the Cyber Hub Bunker and Studio. You're tuning in to the Cyber Hub Podcast. And now for your host and CISO, James Azar. Good morning, security gang. For those sitting at an airport because your flight's been grounded because of an FAA outage, initial reports indicate that it's not a security incident. And I mean by initial reports only. Good morning. Thank you for joining the show. A packed, packed show today. Patch Tuesday was yesterday. We kicked off 2023. And I got to say, I was really optimistic about this year. I still am. But man, what a patch Tuesday. I kept getting alerts on my phone from, you know, listeners, viewers, uh, colleagues, and, and, and et cetera, of all these different things uh, that were coming out throughout the day yesterday. Um, and I'm trying to condense it all into this morning's show. So we're going to get right into that here in just a moment. So make sure to uh, subscribe to the podcast. By the way, for those who don't know, happy to announce the Israel Roadshow of 2023 for Cyber Hub podcast is officially kicking off. We'll be in Israel for the month of April and really, really excited. We're looking for partners. I'm going to be doing some CISO talk episodes while we're out there. So uh, if you know any good CISOs I should be speaking with that are practitioners in Israel, please, please do let me know. And if you're interested and you're a company based out of Israel and you're interested in being part of the programming that we're doing there, you can go to our website, cyberhubpodcast.com and uh, uh, complete your details and someone from the team will get in touch with the entire uh, package here. So without further ado, I'm going to grab my double espresso coffee cup cheers let's kick off patch tuesday recap so before i start with microsoft real quick uh ics uh patch tuesday comes with 12 different security advisories from siemens and schneider electric siemens published six new advisories that describe a total of 20 different vulnerabilities security updates for many of the affected products however some are not getting patched at all um based on the cvss score which could be misleading for these types of vulnerabilities the most important advisory describes a dozen flaws in the SYNAC INS, the infrastructure network service. The security holes were all rated critical or high and could allow an attacker to read and write uh, arbitrary files, which could ultimately lead to malicious code execution on the device. Some of the vulnerabilities impact third-party components. Another advisory describes a critical reflected cross-site scripting vulnerability in the Mendex SAML module. An attacker could exploit the weakness to obtain sensitive information by tricking the targeted user to by into clicking on a link and the uh, but exploitation is only possible on a certain non-default configs of that schneider electric also released six new advisories but they only cover a total of seven vulnerabilities predominantly impacting its echo structure geo SCADA expert product which could be exploited for denial of service attacks and obtaining sensitive information both of those have been patched we'll move to what i consider to be patch tuesday 97 niner seven windows vulnerabilities one exploited zero day what is a year without an exploited zero day with microsoft just saying so microsoft released released a whole bunch of patches yesterday 97 documented software vulnerabilities including a zero day that's already being exploited to escape the browser sandbox uh cve 2023 21674 is the uh zero day flaw uh it is in the exploitation detected category, but the company didn't release any IOCs or anything to help anyone practicing security to identify whether or not this is actually happening in their environment. An attacker who successfully exploits this vulnerability could gain system privileges, according to Microsoft. 
Microsoft also called attention to CV 2023-21549er, a privilege escalation issues in the Windows SMB witness service, warning that technical details on the vulnerability are publicly available. To exploit this specific vulnerability, an attacker could execute a specially crafted malicious script, which executes an RPC call to an RPC host. An attacker who successfully exploits this vulnerability could execute RPC functions that are restricted to privileged account only, according to Microsoft. The January patch of fixes also fixes code execution, denial of service, elevation of privileges, flaws, and a wide range of Windows OS and system components. As a reminder, Windows uh, 7 and 8.1 are now out of essentially service and out of uh, there will no longer be uh, um, part of the um, part. They will no longer be receiving updates. They're end of life here. So keep that in mind. Um, So keep that in mind right there um, for, for Microsoft. Here's the thing about this 97 different vulnerabilities, the, the office suite of vulnerabilities, those are really easily updated some of these other ones require some 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 planning, and if we look at the Rackspace vulnerability, uh, Rackspace ransomware attack that just happened several weeks ago, you know, I, I think you know, looking at the first patch Tuesday of the month, looking at these zero days, looking at potential availability issues, I will say the following: It's critical to look at when and how can we take things offline. Businesses have to start looking at this, and I, by the way, I think consumers are also understanding that we have to do these security vulnerabilities and again that's all communication work with pr work with comps take your systems offline overnight patch them up get them going adobe also released their patch tuesday fixing 29 different security vulnerabilities across a range of their products including adobe acrobat and reader which fixed critical severity flaws that expose windows and mac os users to code execution attacks according to the advisory to security issues affect adobe dc Uh, Adobe Reader DC Acrobat 2020 and Acrobat Reader 2020. Uh, These updated address critical and important vulnerabilities. The company also documented 15 distinct security flaws in Acrobat and Reader software and urged everyone to apply these patches immediately. They've also rolled out uh, fixes for critical rated flaws in Adobe InDesign, warning that successful exploitation could lead to arbitrary code execution, application denial of service, and memory leaks. Um, Adobe's Patch Tuesday rollout also includes patches for InCopy and Adobe Dimension as well so you want to make sure you get those patched the popular video messaging giant zoom has also released patches for multiple security vulnerabilities that expose both windows and mac os users to malicious attacks the vulnerability in the enterprise facing zoom room product could be exploited for privilege escalation on both windows and mac os this is the first batch of patches for 2023 for zoom it includes a trio of high severity vulnerabilities in zoom room for windows installers zoom room for windows clients and zoom rooms for mac os clients this i mean you look at this and you see it impacts every single operating system. You understand this is a root cause software issue and not really a, you know, Windows update or a Mac OS update that could have created this vulnerability. Uh, the CVEs are 2022, 369 or 30, 369 or 29 and 369-27. All are local privilege escalation uh, in the uh, respective Zoom rooms. Uh, there's now a new Mac OS update and there's a new Windows update and Zoom is asking everyone to do those right away. Again, these should be pretty simple. They should be part of your uh, device management. Someone in your IT team or in the patch management team should be going in, getting all these devices patched um, and making sure uh, you, you eliminate the low-hanging fruit for the attackers and then focus your energy, your teams, on some of the more complex patches that you need to apply. How do you address uh, those specific patches and how many people do you need on your team to do that? Um, 
that's all going to be part of what would be the consideration uh, for these Patch Tuesdays. Iowa's largest school district yesterday canceled classes. I'm happy to report that as of this morning, uh, school is back in session in Des Moines, although a cyber attack did take down their um, didn't take down their network. They actually shut off the network because of the cyber incident that they experienced. Uh, Des Moines is the public school uh, is the largest in the state of Iowa. 5,000 teachers, 31,000 students across 60 different schools. Um, so while they haven't really commented on this there, as of this morning in local news in Iowa that I was catching, schools are back in session uh, this morning, and they're saying that the attack has been contained. FBI and CISA are on-site assisting with this specific investigation as well, but just shows you they'll go after anyone, even public schools, although Kids will look at this and go, great, can these happen more often? We get a day off of school. <laughs> um, so San Fran's uh, uh, BART is investigating a Vice Society data breach claim. The Vice Society, the ransomware group, is boasting that it compromised the popular and frequent used BART system in Silicon Valley. And um, there's an investigation ongoing at the moment. Um BART spokesperson Alicia Trust said that they there's no service disruptions as a result. So that's a very interesting uh, kind of view of it. But the question is, is there any data compromised? And if so, what was it? Uh, Vice has also been behind a recent spat of school breaches in the U.S. and beyond, most recently releasing the personal information stolen from a group of 14 schools in the U.K. So more on that as becomes available. And finally, as I head to Israel for the roadshow in a few months, the Supreme Court in the U.S. has declined to block the WhatsApp lawsuit over the NSO phone hacking. This case, for, for those who don't know, we've been covering this for now nearly four years. Um, when, when Pegasus was discovered, WhatsApp actually sued NSO. NSO has since said that they really should have immunity um, because they're selling their software to governments and really they shouldn't be suing the NSO group. They should really be suing the governments who are using the technology. Well, the uh, uh, greatest court on in the land, the U.S. Supreme Court, has declined to block the lawsuit brought by WhatsApp challenging the mass phone hacking by NSO group. Um, the case now goes back to the uh, district court, uh, the Northern District Court of uh, California, for continued hearing. NSO said that the company is confident that the court will determine that the use of Pegasus by its customers was legal. Now, again, I think this is going to be a very, very interesting. I think irregardless to what happens in the U.S. District Court and whatever ruling comes from there, this will likely continue to go to the Supreme Court. This case is not going to get settled anytime soon. Kind of goes to the, to, 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 the, to the notion here. And what NSO is doing is really not just the, protecting their, their back end. Um, and WhatsApp, what they're doing is they're trying to say, if you develop a tool that is openly exploiting vulnerabilities that exist, and then you're selling that to government, you're not really immune to, uh, to lawsuits. And this is a very, very interesting case. It's going to be, it's going to have tremendous impact in the uh, technology space of InfoSec, um, in the application of potentially AI and quantum in the future meaning if your quantum computer or if your AI can outsmart my software and then can be used by government or someone else to manipulate that, then I can hold you personally liable as a company for doing just that. And I got to tell you, this the Supreme Court here um, um, 
rejecting to block the lawsuit is saying we're going to let this continue and let the courts kind of make that determination. Um, and that's going to be significant, significant. Um, so um, more on that. That's it for our show this morning. Good morning to Paul, Violet. Thank you all for being here. Reggie, Chris, Corinne, and Bill. Uh, good morning to all of y'all. Cyberhubpodcast.com. You can find all the latest. Also, our Israel Rocho coming to y'all really, really soon in April. Uh, some really cool coverage. I've already got some great content planned out for there and really excited about it. So until then, have a great rest of your day. Go patch your systems. Patch your systems. Have the conversations. Use Rackspace, the idea of mitigating over patching and what that meant to Rackspace. This, you know, I talked about it yesterday on the show. Here it is today. Use that story as a cautionary tale in order to win uh, uh, influence and in order to win the, the, the assistance of your tech team and engineering team and infrastructure team and understanding that, yeah, we need to do this and then taking this up to the board. Hey, could we potentially take down our system three hours overnight to do this and get it, get it done with? Um, that's going to be a really, really important. Use the Rackspace story. Karen shared a whole lot. She, she has a great write-up on it. Go check it out. That's it. Great rest of your day. Stay cyber safe. We love feedback, so make sure to connect with us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform.